Thank you for downloading this podcast hosted by the Cambridge MBA. The online revolution, social media has completely transformed every industry that we know of, and none more so than PR and how companies and individuals are perceived. With us today to talk a bit about uh, how some of these changes have been made are Laura Toogood, Private Client Director of Digitalis, and Adil, who is a Cambridge MBA alum from MBA 2011 and who is a client director with Digitalis. Laura and Adil, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Condra. Thank you. Um, Laura, can you start by telling us what is Digitalis? Okay, Digitalis Reputation specializes in online reputation management for both corporate and private markets. So we work with the reputation of companies and individuals in the digital space. And uh, the work that we do involves providing uh, detailed technical support, consultancy, and analysis for a range of these clients. Right. So it's uh, both for individuals and for corporates. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I specialize actually in dealing with the private client base. So these are the individuals, they're typically high net worth individuals, celebrity clients, or high profile business leaders who are in the public eye or the media spotlight. And is the work reactive, meaning that you respond to crises, or is it proactive where you try to enhance a client's online reputation, even, when, uh, even during the good times? Um, there are both situations, actually, and really the ideal clients are those that are educated enough to know that if they're engaged on an ongoing basis, it assists with um, mitigating the risk of a crisis um, from happening. But yes, we certainly get approached with those who suddenly have a, an issue in the media that affects their online reputation, but also we're engaged on a, on a regular sort of monthly retainer with a lot of our clients to monitor the search engine results pages. Is there a difference between the work you do in terms of online reputation versus the work that a traditional PR company would do? I think uh, we support um, traditional PR. We also work with a lot of reputation lawyers, publicists, uh, private security companies. I think the role of uh, PR focuses more on the relationship between the journalists and often liaising with publications about uh, gaining coverage and uh, positioning their clients in this space. We really provide the technical support that um, can facilitate with, with putting them in the right place from an online perspective, and also a lot of the analysis of how successful the media coverage may have been. So by um, online reputation, you would be talking about how uh, your, one of your clients would feature in terms of Google search, is that right? Or, mm-hmm. or are there other things? No, absolutely. I mean, one of the main concerns uh, for clients is what uh, what happens when they Google their name. I mean, it's not just exclusive to Google. It can be any search engine. But they're primarily concerned with what shows up on the first page of these search engines. Mm. And what can um, an individual or a company do to improve that uh, their position in terms of Google search? Um, my clients uh, typically have sort of opposing views as to how much of a presence they want to have online, uh, but we are certainly living in a world at the moment where if you don't own that space to some extent, somebody else is going to own it. So it's quite crucial to understand the power of having a personal website or a company website that's very well optimized for certain keywords, and that can include your name. Um, also understanding use of social media tools such as Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, as well as other online publications, and also not forgetting the blogging community. 
What's the line between um, telling a company or an individual story versus whitewashing what they don't want people to, what, what they don't want the public to know? Um, I mean, obviously, we work with sort of um, lots of different cases, and we have very strict privacy and confidentiality terms, so it's quite hard for me to discuss um, specific examples. But um, whilst you know, it, it, it's quite a fine balance. We also have situations where, if I just mention Christopher Jeffries and the Joanna Yeats um, murder case a few years ago, uh, this example um, sort of illustrates the power of the internet now over someone's reputation. And in this situation, if you Google Christopher Jeffries today, you are presented with a lot of negative coverage about how he was implicated, falsely implicated, in, in, this, uh, in this murder trial. And the front pages of some of the, the tabloid newspapers, such as The Sun and The Mirror, you know, they are still actually ranking in the Google imagery. Uh, yet this is a completely innocent man. However, sort of, you know, a couple of years later, it's still very much affecting his online reputation. So, you know, it's often that we're trying to get the right balance and make things um, more objective um, for, for the client's purposes and needs. Laura, um Right now, there's a lot of discussion um, amongst candidates, MBA candidates, etc., about uh, how their online presence uh, can, can or cannot uh, enhance their job search. So, how would you? Uh, what advice would you give to individuals thinking about uh, enhancing their individual brand online? Let's say for potential employers, or just uh, for the kind of work for, for work that they might be doing. Um, I think. It's- uh, the most important thing is for people to be aware that they are leaving an information trail all the time. So they have to be accountable for their actions and really make the most of what tools they want They want to use. Not everybody wants to have a personal website because they don't want to appear as though they are, you know, um, talking about themselves and glorifying the work they're doing. But having said that, you know, there are various approaches to having a a personal website and that gives you a power to access that space and maybe it could focus about your your academic interests or it could host your CV and similarly something like LinkedIn is an important asset to make the most of. I think when it comes to more social media tools along the lines of Facebook, again, you need to be very aware of your privacy controls because, don't get me wrong, everybody likes to go out and have a good, fun social life, but they don't necessarily want a picture from a university party showing up on the Google results for their name uh, five years later. So it's just uh, being aware of how you can control certain images and dimensions of your life and using online assets the best way you can. Adil, you graduated from Cambridge uh, last year and you joined Digitalis. Tell us, why was this work interesting to you? I think for me, the, the most interesting aspect of this role is the fact that you know, the projects that we undertake are, are so incredibly diverse and across a number of different industries. So you know, while the principles behind what we do are always the same, each project has a very unique strategy, which is truly bespoke and, and created for the needs of the individual client. Um, you know, looking at the bigger picture, we're a small but fast-growing firm in a nascent industry, and we're finding that many individuals and firms are only just beginning to understand the importance of managing their online reputations uh, beyond just standard SEO efforts. Therefore, you know, there are endless possibilities for growth into a number of international markets, and, and personally, I really appreciate being given the entrepreneurial freedom to explore these markets and, and then formulating our strategies for expansion. What aspects of the MBA do you use in your everyday work life with Digitalis? In short, I use 
almost every aspect of the NBA I work on an everyday basis. As, as I said, we're a small but very ambitious firm, and, and in this situation, everyone has to do a little bit of everything, um, from process development to client relationship management to project management to, to business strategy and, and even sales. Uh, my, my chosen concentration was strategy and marketing, so naturally the theory that was taught in courses such as digital marketing and strategic brand management helps tremendously. Uh, but I, I wouldn't overlook the importance of the soft skills that I also picked up, you know, the, the confidence that I gained through presenting to clients on, on our consulting projects or being able to delegate work on a project in the most efficient way possible. I, I think all of these are really important when working in a dynamic client-facing environment. And what aspects of the job caught you by surprise? I mean, what did the, the MBA not prepare you for? Conrad, I think the biggest challenge for me was adjusting to the culture of, of working in a small, fast-moving creative company. Um, so my, my background is in asset management, and I used to work at Bearings. Um, at Bearings, I was part of a you know, venerable 250-year-old institution that had an established corporate structure in place where you know, while change wasn't actively resisted, it happened at a very slow pace. At Digitalis, we're trying to lead the way in a brand new industry, so we're constantly learning by doing. And, and consequently, I think we need to be incredibly agile. So I really moved from an industry where you have to deal with miles of red tape to a firm where if you think you can make a positive difference, the attitude is, you know, perfect, go ahead, run the project, and, and let's see some results. So I think the MBA spends a great deal of time preparing us for working in a different industry. You know, definitely by giving us the right set of skills. But you know, different industries and companies have very different cultures, and you can't always prepare for that kind of change. So you know, sometimes you just have to be thrown into the deep end and out of your comfort zone before you can truly adjust. Thank you very much, Laura and Adil, for giving us an insight into the, the world of online reputations. Uh, after this podcast, I'm definitely going to Google my name to see what, t- what comes up. <laughs> no problem. Thank you very much for having Thanks, us. Thanks, Conrad.